Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the CO2 Rundown. I'm your host, Chad Owens. Happy Hump Day, Wednesday, midweek, peak of the week. You already know what time it is. Before we get into the show, I want to say mahalo to Long's Drugs. I uh, just want to let you guys know, you guys got to pop in there. Make Long's a part of your everyday. Uh, we got lots to talk about in the world of sports, so let's do what we do. Let's dive on in to the CO2 Rundown. Steven Sai has an amazing article in today's Honolulu Star Advertiser highlighting one of our University of Hawaii Rainbow Warrior football coaches. First year Hawaii coach, Coach Thomas Sheffield. Um, he's got an amazing story. I don't want to give away too much, but he comes from humble beginnings. And, you know, in life, and a lot of these entrepreneurs, a lot of these uh, successful athletes, they, I think that's the common theme. They come from a struggle. They come from some type of adversity, which, uh, you know, in such a young age, at an early stage in their, their life, they build that work ethic. They build that grit, that grind, uh, and that whatever it takes mentality. And so Coach Sheffield brought that to Hawaii. He coached with Coach uh, Timmy Chang at Nevada. So they already have that type of um, you know, relationship, a really good bond. Uh, coach Sheffield's taking care of the special teams right now. He's also a tight ends coach and is the assistant head coach. So a lot of duties, a lot of hats. But if it's, it's coming from someone who you know, understands struggle, who is going to do whatever it takes, and he's taking his coaching game to the next level. He's, making it, he's taking it upon himself to learn more about the culture, to want to know what this place is about. Right? It's, it's, he says it's hard to represent something that you don't know what it's about. So, you know, and, and I know that's just, you know, Coach Sheffield, he's just one of the entire coaching staff. They're all going to be involved in learning more about the culture. And um, from what I understand, the ha'a is coming back. And so the coaches need to learn that. They're going to learn more about the language, and they're going to learn more about the culture so they know what they're representing each and every time they step foot on that football field. Coach Sheffield, man, I just want to say thank you. Mahalo uh, for embracing this and wanting to, to, to give more and to do more. And I really appreciate you, know, you opening up and sharing your story because it is a story of inspiration. Guys, please go take a, a read at this one again by Stephen Sai. Let's go. The Tiger is back. Tiger Woods announced that he is going to be playing in the Masters. Um, and I, I talked about it last week. You know, Tiger Woods is amongst the elite of competitors of all sports, or all athletes of all sports. He's the best at what he does. And you're not going to go into something if you don't believe that you can be at your best and that you can compete and that you can win. I came across uh, a post on Instagram the other day, and a reporter asked Tiger, you know, because once the announcement came out, obviously he had to do pressers, right, press conferences. And so the reporter said, so, uh, Tiger, like, what do you think, uh, what your chances are? Do you, do you think you could win the Masters? And Tiger, with the most stern, confident, poker face, game face, with no hesitation, said, yes, I do. Like, that hit me, right? The confidence in that, the self-belief, 
the no doubt mentality, that's what makes all these greats great. That's what makes them the goats of what they do. And so I know the golf world is excited to have Tiger Woods back. You know, we were just excited and happy and thankful that, that he made it out of the accident alive and that he's been able to, to rehab and recover. And, you know, sometimes, sometimes being away from something that you're so passionate about, you know, is good. Right? It's good to step away. It's good to take those steps back. It's good to spend your energy elsewhere and then you come back to it with a new, just a new perspective and a new desire. And um, I think that's what Tiger Woods has right now. He has something to prove. And throughout his career, if we know Tiger, when there's an opportunity to prove himself, he's always prevailed. So I'm excited to see it. Tiger, officially, welcome back. Big news in the Major League Baseball arena. Ending a, I think, at least 150-year tradition. All right, Baseball has been like that old school game. Uh, but it's time to evolve. It's time to add some electronics to the mix. Now approved, catchers will be able to signal to their pitchers um, utilizing an electronic device. You know, because we all know every team is trying to get every little bit advantage as they can. So as base runners, they will try to look, especially when they're on second base, look at the catcher signals. And then if they catch what they, they, if they see what they're doing, they catch on, they then signal to the, the batter. You know, so to eliminate all of that, I guess, I don't know if it's cheating, but to elim- eliminate all of that, they now have approved this electronic device that catchers and pitchers can communicate. You know, I, I think it's no different than uh, as a football player, the quarterback's got that, the, the mic in the, or the earpiece in, the, in his helmet. Coordinators can now just speak into the, the, the deal, call the plays out. You know, it's, in all fairness, I think that's, that's just what it is. The game is evolving to, to this, right? All sports are, are getting into this, this tech world. And so um, baseball has finally uh, tapped in and jumped in. So we'll see how this, this uh, changed the game. Does it make it better? And I believe now pitchers have a time count, a time clock. You cannot just be up on the mound Taking your time, you know, because sometimes they do that to, to get batters out of rhythm. They now have a play clock in which they have to get a pitch off. Uh, so that's, that's good. I, I like that. It's going to speed the game up a little bit. And uh, so, look, I'm looking forward to, to seeing how I know opening day uh, was here. So, look, baseball is back. It's getting started. And uh, I'm just excited to see how these changes uh, affect the game. And I'm pretty sure it's going to affect it in, in, a, in a positive way. Former Mililani Trojan. Tennis player Taryn Fujimori has transferred from the University of Oregon to Linfield College. Uh, you know, the reason for the transfer, well, I guess she wasn't going to see the courts there. And you know what? Sometimes they say the grass isn't always greener on the other side. Well, in Taryn's case, the grass is a lot greener because at Linfield, she now holds the number one position, right, for the singles uh, women's uh, player as a singles women's player uh, for the Wildcats. So, you know, hey, the move worked out for her. And at the end of the day, you know, college athletes, we go to college, right, to play, to play our sport. It's what we did our whole lives. Right? We don't want to go there and sit around, sit back and wait for our turn. And so some 
athletes, they do that. They make the move because they want to play, right? And, and hey, there's a ton of professional athletes have, that have taken the longer route, right? They didn't go D1, pro. Hey, they went to the ju- junior college or Division two, And maybe they, they didn't even make it to Division one. They, they finished as a Division two, Division three athlete and somehow still got an opportunity. And when they got to the pro level, they made the best of it and become, you know, and have long professional careers. And so it doesn't matter where you start. doesn't matter where you finish. Uh, the main thing is that, hey, you get to do what you love, and you get to do it at the highest level, and you, and you compete each and every day. And so that's what Taryn has done. So uh, congratulations to you. Great job. Way to have that self-belief um, and, and just keep persevering through. Guys, if you guys want to dive deeper into this one, uh, check out Billy Hull's article in today's Honolulu Star Advertiser. Marinol's two-sport star, Parker Grant, uh, hey, prep star basketball player, prep star baseball player. The kid's 6'1", 180 pounds, just a stud of an athlete. And, you know, when you're a dual-sport athlete and you're really good at, at multiple sports, the question becomes, okay, what am I going to do at the next level? What sport, right? What's going to give me, I guess, the best opportunity to go pro? Because let's be honest, like that's why we do it. We have all the, as kids, we have all these goals, dreams, aspirations to become professional athletes. You know, that's why we do it. We want to be the best and we want to continue to level up, right? And go to the next level. I want to go to college and be the best college player. And after that, I want to go to the pro and compete with these guys and prove that I can be at that level and not just be there, but be one of the best to have ever done it. That's that, that's that Mamba mentality. That's that, you know, competitor's mentality. And so uh, in Parker's case, he decided that it's going to be as a pitcher in baseball. And you know where he's headed? To Kansas. You know, hey, Kansas just won the, the National uh, Basketball Championship. So he's going to a championship school, uh, a, a baseball school, a school that provides and, and has top-level athletes. So he's going to be in, in that competitive environment each and every day in the classroom you know in in the weight room uh on that diamond competing each and every day so uh parker good luck to you man Uh, i know sometimes it's hard to make these decisions because we love you know we love being multi-sport athletes but guess what you can always go play some pickup basketball there in school i remember when i was in college yeah i went to school to play football but the team hey we'd have basketball tournaments all the time you know, I'd jump in on some of these pickup games. I'd be playing with some of the UH basketball guys that are playing these, these pickup games. Lots of fun. So you're going to have a lot of opportunities to continue to hoop. But look, good luck, man. Continue to work hard and continue to, to represent. April, not March, because of its madness, is the best sports month, says Dave Reardon. Make sure you guys take a look at his article to see why. Steven Sai also writes, any kind of an opening day is a fun experience in sports. Make sure you guys check out Steven's article to dive deeper into what he is talking about. And that is it for today's show. I want to thank you all so much for tuning in. Uh, I want to give another huge mahalo to Long Drugs for all your support. Make sure you guys are popping in there and making Longs a part of your day. Thank you guys so much. And see you come. Aloha Friday.